This show has been shown to lower cholesterol levels. This show has been shown to also lower blood pressure. And probably sperm counts. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Alright. So you were explaining to me that you need me to go with you to an event. Or multiple events. Mm. I need a fluffer. Right, totally. But over the many years here that we've been hanging out, I've been to lots of poetry stuff, including five-year poetry slams. Well, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and lots of other poetry stuff. I've written poems. I've I've immersed myself into your world. (laughs) I hear where you're going. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I asked you the other day. Get it off your chest. Yeah, if you want to go up with me today to the Sacramento Autorama. To check out a car, or a bunch of cars, actually, and one in particular, but, and I was like, dude, this would be awesome. And you're like, fuck no. Um, I, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, do you have something to do? Uh, That's what you told me, fuck. Did I say fuck no? No, no, you didn't say fuck no. Oh, you still, heard fuck no. Basically. <laughs> okay, okay. But it's cool because it was late notice, I get it. Okay, okay. It's all right. I'm just saying, I, I, I would like to get a little return in this relationship. Okay. I feel like I give a lot. I want to say, first of all, you have definitely listened to and been immersed in a lot of poetry, and I appreciate that. I have not reciprocated. I have not changed your oil. I have not rubbed your car down. I have not learned how to do anything mechanically. I, well, I wasn't intending on teaching you anything mechanically. That would be a lot of work. You just want yeah, you want to show well, me Well, basically, your I need to get those 15 hours of my life back that I've been spent at your poetry slams, so I need to drag you around car shows for 15 hours. What about a Saturday? Next Saturday? Sure. Can't. Sell me on why. I should go to the next car show with Ryan Rose now. Well, this one was the Sacramento Autorama in the Suede Pavilion. Suede Pavilion? The Suede Pavilion. Is it like Elvisy decked out lounge? No, it's just it's at Cal Expo. It's in all the big expo buildings at Cal Expo. It's so an it's inside an in- car show. See, you should open with that. <laughs> you fucking you want to go text- to an indoor car show Bro, with me? we live in the Central Valley. You text me in the middle of the day. It's 90 fucking 6. And you're like, let's go to a car show. That's a no right now. The sun is beating um, down. It sounds awful. Are the cars rotating? Is there any rotating car? Maybe. I don't know. Mm. But there'd be a lot of really fancy high-end cars there. There's a hint of quality in there that you wouldn't expect in a car that you would think would go through and get crushed. Really good ones. Not futuristic shit? No, old customs and hot rods and things. No flying cars? No, nothing from the future. There's cars that are made in the 40s and 50s. So this like, look like they're from the future. This is a Back to the Future car show. What? This is a Back to the Future car it's show. It's just a regular old car show. It looks like it's in complete disrepair, but it's more like a rat ride. Well, I don't want to see old cars. I live in Modesto. Beautiful. I see them downtown. No, but these are good looking ones. These are beautiful ones. We're going to go see Barf Bag. If you ask Kobe, the guy who owns it, he'll give you a commemorative Barf Bag of the car. Why is it called the Barf Bag? It's a 1934 Ford Coupe. 
hot rod, fully fendered car, but it's it's painted brown and it's got stripes and the stripes are orange and gold and red and orange. So the stripes are all different colors and the stripes go sideways. What the hell is that? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sounds ugly. On a fully fendered car what with no mean? hood sides. What so, language are you speaking? What the fuck is all cars are right? fully fendered? No, so this thing is this thing breaks all the rules. Come over here and look at this deal. What the hell is that? But it's amazing because the people who put it together, the guy who designed it, who owns it, and the guys who built it, they've all been studying this, you know what I mean? They've all lived this life their entire lives. They've studied this shit their entire lives. So they know all the rules. So they can break all the rules, right? So they broke all the rules with this car, and it's fucking amazing. And it's polarizing. You love it or you hate it. Wow. And I love it. I hate it. I'm not sure I'm interested in that. No, I am sure. I am not interested. I know, because you're an idiot. I hate it so much. I know. It just sounds like a pinstriped Pinto. Oh, dude, it's fucking amazing. I would barf. That's why you get a barf bag. You look at this (laughs) fucking car, you go... It's cool, but I mean, it's different than, you know, there's breaking the rules because you don't know them, and you just look like an asshole, and there's breaking the rules because you know them so good. I hear you on that. That's art. That's high art. Exactly. From that point of view, I get it philosophically, that's high art. See, I don't understand the car world at all. What rule is he breaking? The stripes go sideways. And they're different colors. It's All like, the stripes are different colors. But on a, on a car, on a car, you used to look at bumpers, right? They are racing stripes. They go from the front bumper, back the hood, over the roof, down the trunk, to the back yes. of the car. Okay. His go from the side of the car, up over the hood, and back down the other side of the car. <laughs> but they're at an angle. And each stripe is a different color. It's fucking weird. You live in a totally different world. Oh, yeah. Bro. I know it. We need to rope in some of these... Uh, what do you call these greaser uh, mechanic type of car heads? He's a, there's got to be a name for that term. Hot rodders? I just referred to myself as a hot rodder. Okay. What's a pejorative term for hot rodders? I'd like to know. Boomers. Hot rodder is a pejorative term. It is? Yeah. It's it like the de- M word? It was developed in the in the 40s or the 50s when, when people went, well, I mean, let's face it. Cars started getting hot rodded and raced the day the second car was built. You know what I mean? Like, it's been from the very, very beginning. Oh. But in the early days of hot rodding, the nobody, it was like a real, it was looked at as an actual public menace, like a real threat. You're, yeah, your car rubbles. You're turning a nice car, and you're making a family the car. dangerous, and you're all like this. the sluts of the street. And so, some, uh, some journalist in a newspaper once called the cars hot rods, connecting rods in the car. We're getting hot and bending. Oh. But now that I think about it, that may have been from that one may have been from the racing. But jalopy was a was another one that they gave the that is just the that's pejorative just a shitty car. Yeah, pejorative term they gave to hot rods. Oh, gal jobs. Ooh, that sounds good. So back in the way back when they used to dope the racing horses with heroin to and, speed them up. Yes, nice. And so heroin was called gal. And so if, if a horse just blew it away, they'd say the horse was all gowed up. Nice. And so they'd take these hot rods and they'd win races and they'd say the car was all gowed up. So they call them gow jobs. Wow. G-O-W. Wow. So have you ever given a gow job? No, but I'd like to build a gow job. <laughs> Let me show you my gow. If this is a hot rod podcast, you got the car side covered. I got like the porn side covered. Silver tongue and hot rod. Porn side? My hot rod. Oh. Oh, yeah. Your little red so rocket of love? Yeah, you'll reel in. <gasps> you'll reel in the manly men. 
the hot rod greaser men and you'll get engine. the kind of i'll get the uh, i'll get the uh, well we will together unite mm. all the men just one race the, the human big race ball of men <laughs> the large group of hot sweaty men <sighs> ryan i think we should uh Welcome, everybody, to the Burn and Rave Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Burn and Rave Podcast. Welcome to the Losers Club, asshole! When last we left off, you were having ball trouble, and they feel better. Ball trouble seems to be an ongoing theme in my life. I think men after 40 have a lot of ball trouble. Can't dribble. Well, I think it's a prostate issue also. I feel like potentially your prostate problem is a result of too many prostate exams. Oh. You can only do one or two a week. Oh, uh, well, that could be an issue. Speaking of balls, this book I'm reading is called um, like Becoming Supernatural, right? I figure I got to go to the next level now. Yeah, do you yeah, know what I mean? yeah. I dominated like the real world. The human level. The human level. Yeah. Go, <laughs> defecate. Be nice to people. <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> so now I'm trying to elevate. And naturally naturally and so this guy's talking i mean he's talking medically so i don't totally understand it um but he was talking about the perineum and that's the kind of the glotch part that little, one i know you know that part you know that, that one part. i know so you gotta like squeeze that baby tight right and that's like some that's some fulcrum point some kind of like zen sort of chia point it's like chia seed there's like four so that's one and then, you know, your your core, you know, like behind your belly button, you like fucking tighten that up. And then your heart and your chest, you like tighten all this shit up, right? And then if you do that and you squeeze and you take a big fucking deep breath. And shit your pants. No, no, you're all locked up. You're fucking zen, bro. You're like fucking tightened up and you can feel like the energy of like your anus sort of move up towards your brainstem and just fucking elevates, dude. It's like moving the chi like up into your brain. It's just all the shit getting squeezed back. No, up no, 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 no. You're not doing enough kegels, bro. I'm uh, telling you, dude. Get on this level, dude. You got to be fucking so piping I gotta your learn own energy. To, I got to learn how to push my anus up to my brain. Energy pipeline, bro. It's real, dude. Nice. I'm squeezing my ass all the time, feeling elevated. I'll do a little bit more research on the anus. Do you still have the tickle in your anus? I cannot get you an appointment for two weeks. Do you think it's true that our thoughts affect our physiology? Yes. If I was an organ donor and I gave my heart away... That kid would do better than if, like, some stressed-out motherfucking crackhead's heart went to that kid. Do you think the heart would make a difference? I mean, not 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 medically, not like this guy was a fucking pack-a-day smoker, but, like, somebody whose heart, if a or heart... super stressed out. Yeah. That's what you're looking at, If stress. a heart comes from... Yeah, like, because it's the, the heart, that stressed heart has worked a lot harder. Because mm-hmm. stress releases weird hormones and shit, which causes your heart to get locked in that fight-or-flight... Uh, yeah. Not, yeah, and so yeah, that heart has worked hard. I, that's what I think. I don't, I you know, I don't know who talks about this, you but want, I think there's dude, some you medical. You want some Jimmy Buffett fucking heart? Yeah, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. You want I think some Margaritaville so. shit. This some. is where I think I can help the DMV a little bit because I don't want to be an organ donor. Like my organ is kind of a high end heart. I got a good heart, right? I'm not got a stressed out you fucking get your toxic family heart. Taken care of first, right? This is a like, good heart. You bitches sell this heart. This is top not. You know what we need to do? We need to start cataloging videos of you using the heart now. Mm. Jumping jacks, running, things like that. How good you take care will build value into this heart. I mean, nobody, dude, nobody else is coming to fucking market 
with a video diary of the heart being taken care of its Ooh. entire life. But but with that, with the physical cardiovascular elements of the heart, this got to be a nice person. You got to show the niceness because here's if you're fit, look, if you're fit, but you're a dick, are you really fit? So here's what we do. You're fit. You're nice. You're the perfect candidate. Big heart. Have a lawyer drop some forms giving me rights to your organs. You want, you want in on this heart. Yes. So mm-hmm. I have rights to your organs after you die. Mm-hmm. Good. Mysteriously or whatever. Yep. And then we make, this, we make this long video diary of you taking care of your organs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you die. And then I harvest them. And then I have all this value-added you know, yeah. videography of your organs being so well taken care of. And I can tell that shit to the highest bidder. Bro, and I'll, I'll take care of family, I promise. This makes my heart actually feel better. Yeah, you have so much less to worry Nobody about. wants to hear about what you want to do with your little tiny fismosis penis. Dude, you're going to make so much money. Yeah. Did you just fart? No, it's my hands on the paper, wallpaper. There was a big brown streak on the wall. I mean, it looked like a shit stain. I learned this from my dogs. Did you wipe your asshole on my wall, dude? Because <laughs> I was like, what is this big brown streak? Turns out you don't have to buy toilet paper. My, do- my dog showed me something really cool. Oh my god, I got some on my thumb! No! Oh, just drag your butt around for a while. Bro, seriously, dude. Grass, carpet, walls, well, let me ask couches, you, whatever. Let me ask you a question. Do you know the difference between drapes and toilet paper I'm gonna say no well then I'm not coming to your house do you ever hop just right on the bed or like see a pile of laundry you just sit right on that right out of the shower what you don't ever put your wet butt like on a pile of laundry like when you just get out of the shower or on your comforter mm-hmm. on your home bed like on your wife's side you never just like you have to dry out well, and your, your wife's pillow you use your wife's pillow eventually pink eyed my pillow um, not proud of any of this. Well, Enjoy whatever's available. Crack. Whatever's available. Something spongy that can sit on because you got. It's hard to get the towel. Yeah, the there. towel works just fine. Mm. That's going on your face, bro. It's just a strap that goes between your legs and you pull it back and forth like a saw to clean your junk. It works for everybody. I don't think that works for everybody. I'm gonna. I'm How gonna does it not work counter. for everybody? I need a ball cleaner. I see. Just a little up and down. Just, just the, shiny. Okay. Sh- and yeah, just shine those fucking. What we need nuts. first is some sort of steamer to de-wrinkle. Mmm, fuck. De-wrinkle. Yeah. That will one, free up more skin. Two, make it smooth and nice. Then we get the polisher, which also removes hair. Yes, yes, yes. Until yes. they're just shiny clean like turtle shells. Bro. Listen. Yeah. Next level bullshit. Here. Your job's fine. My job's fine. But we got to open up a fucking boutique for men. Some kind of ball boutique, Just dude. a ball polishing boutique? We got to take care of these dicks out there. Not in a sexual way. Bro, we got to clean these fucking hairy things up. They're disgusting, dude. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Motherfucking mutt! You, you! I'll handle the business end of things. Okay. You handle customer service. Okay, okay. <laughs> How do you drink? I am French. We drink bee. I eat bees. Do you pour or do you suck? I think there may have been a light vacuum. I saw. Mostly gravity, just a little bit of vacuum. Mm. Just enough, I think, mostly just to keep dribbles from coming out the sides. Interesting. Kind of pull it. It's a very neat and controlled experience. You have seriously good drinking technique. Well, thank you. It's been perfected. Cheers. I had a lot of cans been emptied into this gullet. What's your, when you were an alcoholic, what was your preferred way of dispensing alcohol into your... Pie hole. Was it like pitcher, can, 
pint glass? What was your preferred vehicle of delivery? Bud Longnecks. Bud Longnecks? Yeah, Longnecks, man. Long Did they have necks. a long, literally a long neck? Yeah, the, the Budweiser bottles with the long neck. The tall ones? Remember they used to have stubbies? Okay, remember I grew up Muslim. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. You know what a Budweiser bottle is, though, right? The tall one. The ones with Dylan Mulvaney? No, no, no. That's Bud Light. Oh, okay. Budweiser. They, but they used to have they used to have short ones. Okay, so the Bud, uh, beer bottles used to come in two different heights. The long neck and the short neck. Long neck was enough to you get your hand, you could hold by the neck. Oh. Short neck, you hold it by the bottle. Holy shit. This is fascinating beer trivia. I had no idea that's what it was for. For a so big hand. You didn't get your beer warm by holding it. You could hold on. You drink out the neck real quick, and then you hold on to the neck. Yeah, it's, it's a step up from urine. Wow. Do they still sell these? Yeah. If you ask for a bud in a bottle, that's what you're going to get. See, I thought that the long neck is because you poured it not just at the tip of your lips, like you jammed it down your throat and then unloaded, you know, the bud into your... I've probably bought, I don't know how many Bud Long Necks in my day. I mean, trillions. Okay. I don't know how much money of mine Budweiser or Anheuser-Busch has. Uh Why can't they... Let's have a scholarship. Yes. Come on. (gasps) I drank a trillion of those things. I'm still alive and functioning. You know, had a great time. I'm a spokesperson. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Send me a scholarship. I'm not even asking for money. Just pay for my kid to go to college for a year or two. This is legit huh? a great idea. Let's do it, Anheuser-Busch. Come on. I'll increase sales. Kid Rock ain't going to shoot me with no machine gun. He's going to be like, fuck yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. That dude's right. You're working class. A scholarship for students of alcoholics. Yeah. See? I love there it. There you go. You just go to dive bars all around the country. Ask these people where their children are. When's see, the last like, time they see Dad them? fucked up. You don't have a college savings. Of course not. Here, because, he it. because of our product, here is a scholarship for you. We let fucked me, up let me your dad. Yes, we ruined your life. Let us help you. Let us help you. Right? This is what college yeah. students are drinking. So it's actually a really smart marketing move. Dude, this is brilliant. I learned something legit, though. You know how, like, all this mindset shit we've been reading, it all comes down to, like, being really, really present. And then when you're lost in your minds, one of the best way to get to that present moment is by thinking about your breath, right? <sighs> okay, yeah. Because we don't think about our breath, we just breathe all the time. But it's the most important thing because it keeps us alive. All right, let's take a deep breath, center yourself, and then you're fine again. It's going to zone in now and you look like a bobblehead. I don't even know what you're talking about. You're just like... The lower you go on the height spectrum the greater your personality. You were actually amazed that I could see over the fence without standing on my tippy toes. Bro, we were standing in the backyard. You look like fucking Ned Flanders. <laughs> I never realized that people could just be tall enough that their heads can look over other people's houses. It's, it's unobtainable. What the fuck? I had no idea you had this superhero level fucking strength and height. Oh my god. What do you do with those eyes? Oh, I would be just peeping on everybody's backyard. You know what blows my mind though is I got a buddy who's 6'6". Six, 6'6". Six. Six, six, six. Boggles my brain. He's like 300 pounds so he'll crush your hand. He boggles your brain? Is that what happened? <laughs> he <laughs> just fucking shakes. <laughs> That's been happening my whole life. Yeah, I know. People a... feel because I'm short, you can just fucking rub my head. And when's that gonna stop? I'm 47. Hmm. I'm hosting some comedy shows and doing some brainstorming of what may or may not be funny. And I'm gonna throw a few very bad jokes out there. Uh huh. And you can react 
however you want. My wife found a pair of Victoria's Secret's panties in the laundry, and they were not hers. She got really upset and asked me where they came from. I told her, I identify as female, and that thong belongs to me. I've been wearing it ever since. Mm. Oh, man. You know what? Actually, I think what we should do is close. Do not go gentle into that good night. Old age should burn and rave at close of day. Rage. Rage against the dying of the light.